What's up, guys? Welcome to the quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We have we're gonna go in reverse today. Ryan from Miami. Oh no. I want my seat back. Producer you Josh. Don't get it back. I'm sorry. You are in your seat. You <laughs> have your seat back. I want my seat back. No, you are in your seat. I think I rightfully proved last week that I deserve to be sitting in that seat. I don't think people agree with that. And Haley the Bear. I I will stay in my seat. <laughs> um Let's kick things off, guys. Uh, who won the poll last week? Ah, yes. Always the question that we start off with. And you that would you think are never ready that for. I would always have this pulled up. <laughs> but, you know, you always catch me off guard for some reason because I'm thinking about something else. So the poll from last week. Maybe it's because you're not in your seat. <laughs> was the best movie theater snack that is not popcorn. And I do not agree with this whatsoever. Oh, and it is it, so complete and utter BS. What one? Twizzlers won with 34% oh of the vote. Oh, my God. Nachos was a close second at 31%. Yeah, nachos. But whoever these licorice folks are, you licorice lovers, get out. No. Get out. Get no out. one goes to it's the movie disgusting. theater to get licorice. I'm sorry. I is love that, licorice. Is that multiple weeks in a row that I've won now? I believe uh, you're Well, technically, last week, I was the one who brought up Monty Python first. Or was that two weeks ago? Yeah, I, I will say that I believe we were all coming back from Key West <laughs> when we were watching Monty Python you and mean, Holy Grail. You mean Maui? Oh, no, oh, oh, when we were watching it. Yeah. Oh. For the record, by the way, the polls are on Twitter. So if you don't follow us on Twitter, it is at the quad with CY on Twitter. Make sure you go vote there. I'm sorry it's not on Instagram anymore, but I guess it does stay up longer. So it whatever. gets six days it instead does. of 24 hours. So, a little bit so that we, we have altered that a little bit. By the way, for anybody that is wondering um, why there's been some inconsistency with posting of the video, because I've seen the comments, I just want to let you know that uh, one of the things that our video editor, Monsell, does is, is everything. He does everything. Well, he does everything, yeah. but he also uh, does a charity um, down in Mexico. So sometimes when he's editing, it takes a little longer for him to actually send files back and forth. They are large files and the Wi-Fi is not as, as good down there where yeah. he is located. And, and he is doing stuff for charity. So uh, just be patient with us. I promise we will get those uploaded as fast as we possibly can. But it doesn't and, hurt uh, to watch any time during the week, whether you've watched it once, twice, five Watch it 10 times this week. Look, I trust me, I get it. One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to actually gets posted on different days. Sometimes it gets posted and, and it's one of the, the larger podcasts in the world. Actually, we keep you guessing, you know, well, one thing, one thing I really like that I see a lot of you guys do comment is they go, we listen first and then we watch. And it's like two different podcasts. And I love that. So please do both. If you you're have, you welcome have the time, to do both. Yeah. If you're if, in the car and you listen and then you go home and you're like, dang, there's nothing on TV. Let me watch the podcast because it is kind of like two different visuals. I, and I will say, I mean, this. obviously there's only one visual, uh, but you know what hold I mean? Hold up bear. Most people do not do that. <laughs> uh, quite a few just, people do actually. If you read the comments, there's mo- quite a few people that do uh, that. Most people do not do that. So all I'm saying is for anyone that's that's trying to watch only on YouTube and you actually get the visual experience to go along with the audio, trust us, we're getting it up as fast as we possibly can. If it moves a day or two, week to week, it's probably because he's inundated with other things. Mexico. So he is he is a great editor and he's doing really, really great things 
with his charity. By the way, so. all the intro, like uh, all the fun stuff he did for Christmas and the dancing skeletons, yeah. that is all our boss ass editor, Monsell. So, yes. Him, By the way, 20,000 hours of watch time on YouTube. We just reached Ooh, that achievement. Wow. So, wow. let's go. That's a thank you to all of you guys that are watching. Again, youtube.com. And we haven't even done it for percent. a year yet because we started it late because we had some troubles. I know. So, it's, uh, it's, it's rolling. Well done, guys. Well done. All right. Since this one's going to be short this week, we're going to start with sports. Sports! Josh, you have the floor. Even though you're wearing the all-red jersey, and I'm very concerned and might go Eagles because you're wearing, <laughs> and I say that as a Cowboys fan, because you're wearing the all-reds, and Mahomes was limping a lot. so He was. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I also... I, I have thoughts, but I want you to go first. Since this is your team, I want to know what you think. Where to begin? Uh, a congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Three Super Bowls in the last five years. All five AFC uh, conference games at home. It's a really exciting time to be a Chiefs fan for the first time in my life. It's exciting to be a Chiefs fan. Um, that game was stressful. I was... <laughs> I'm, I'm still That's an understatement. I'm still a little stressed out from that game. It was I didn't get to celebrate in the ways that I wanted to. I was actually just more relieved the game was over. Uh, there's a lot to unpack about this game. The officiating was awful on both sides. On both sides, yeah. and there are not some, even just your game. Like even the Eagles game was horrible. It was. It, it was a bumbling of a lot of different errors and a lot of non calls on both sides. And all right, my question: Why is it no, getting worse? No, uh, time out. It's not that it's getting worse. It, we've seen it. And by the way, they have an, a thankless job, right? If they get the calls right, the they fans should've. of the other team are going to be mad. Yep. Because they're going to be like, oh, you shouldn't have called that, even if they should have. And if they get the calls wrong, everybody's going to be mad. So it it is a thankless job. Okay. What, what I do want to bring up is I just want... And they talk about this in every sport, especially NFL and NBA. I want consistency. If you're going to let last week's games be a lot of contact. And letting them play. Letting them play. And then this week, it's like, oh, you touched someone wrong on this play, and we're going to throw a flag. Mm-hmm. It's like just pick just pick one of those. Like okay, perfect example. Into that Eagles game, are are they gonna keep that guy out for the Super Bowl? Are they gonna suspend him for the Super Bowl? No, they're not. Nope. That's why they threw him out of the end of the game, the very end of the game, because it doesn't matter. I just want some consistency. That's all. And it didn't seem like we had that this week in officiating. It it did not. And there was it, it is. It's a hard job. There are calls that depending on what side of the, what team you bet on, what's what team you're pulling for. You can say it on either side and going, Oh, that should have been a Pacheco touchdown. Why was that holding when this isn't holding? Or why was that a block in the back? Not called. And this was, it's a really tough thing and we can, we can parse it out. The, the fact of the matter is the things that you cannot take away from the chiefs from this game, five sacks, two interceptions, there was a third interception that they got were called great off. Great in pressuring Burrow for sure. They hit okay, him. The, they third, hit. the third interception should have been called off. 
It, it was. Oh yeah. One, they yeah. were super early. <laughs> I love that you 100%. Just, I love that you slid that in there after we just got done talking about officiating and you're like, there's a third hey, interception, but it got called off. I'm still, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, it should have been called off. I'm trying off. to be as impartial as possible, but I also I am a Chiefs fan. Uh, that, that you can't take away. Also, his intentional grounding, which he had done two other times before they finally called it on the third one because he didn't want to get hit. You can't take those things away. Those are actual... At I that don't, point, I think it's for survival because he I was dying know. on the field. He didn't, want, he didn't want an eighth sack, you know? I, I don't know that that was intentional grounding. I'm going to say it. There was a player right there. There was a guy right there just because his hand got hit while it's coming out of the pocket and like all that other stuff. You, you We're going to get to people's arms getting hit in the next game that we're going to talk about. Oh, my God. That was so crazy. Yeah. I first. I think that in a close game like that where it is 20 to 20 and that game is literally one on a last second field goal, those are the games where those calls do matter and they do turn the game a certain way. And he was being pressured all night and he did throw some bad throws. Mm-hmm. Like he also, he also had no some doubt. amazing throws. He I had throw some amazing throws. Unreal. 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 Um, I think it's and it the problem is they called it on that one. Yeah. He had done it two other times that they probably should have called and didn't call, but they called but they it on called the one it on the one that mattered. That mattered. That mattered the most. And that's the hard part is like, did they let him get away with it? And they're like, Hey, you can't Can, keep doing but, this. We're I mean, sorry. Consistency though. Sure. Be consistent. I imagine if they call it the first time he doesn't do it those other two times. Would be my guess. I'm also also very happy that your team won. I am as well. I am as well. I think that the right team won. I think that the Bengals played super hard, but I think what the Chiefs were doing defensively. I think what you just said Steve sounded. Magolo. Hey, time out. He called a great game. Called right? a great game. I Steve, yes, they did. I, he's by the way, he's been around since like the land before time. Like literally, <laughs> Steve Spagnuolo in the NFL. And that's a that's a reference from my yeah, childhood. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, he called an an outstanding defensive game against you know Joe Burrow and, 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 and Chris and Jones and Frank Clark went nuts. Yeah, it was great. Game. It was great. Can we Joe, can we also go ahead? Joe Burrow has never had an O-line, and we've all basically admitted that. Last week, it was somewhat decent. This week, it was non-existent again. That I don't poor know that guy. it was all that good and you last know what? week someone, No, but it was not as bad as this week. And someone was arguing with me the other day, or yesterday, because I got on the topic about Justin Fields. They're like, he can't do crap. He, has, he doesn't have an O-line. And I'm like, well, look at Joe Burrow. He don't have an O-line. He got a massive injury because he doesn't have an O-line. So what's your excuse for Justin Fields? All right, if they get Joe Burrow some offensive line help. That's an undefeatable team. Here's the problem. Joe Burrow is still on his rookie contract, and they're about to have to pay him, which is going to take not mo- yet. They're going to give him, no, they're going to give him an extension this offseason. This offseason. They're going to. Yeah. Same thing with Hurts. Hurts will get an extension Correct. this offseason. Which means a lot of these, you know, Pirine, some of the defensive. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Is it Perrine? How many? No, P-Rine. It's Pirine. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan, right? Yeah. yeah. From uh, the University of Florida, by the way. Uh, how many years does he have left? Should have one Burrow. more year on his rookie so, deal. So technically you have it. You have a, a fifth. You could pick up the fifth year rookie option. They're not even going to get to that. They're going to extend it before that. Which I think is actually stupid. I actually think that they should wait and pick I up his fifth year. Wait. Because then they don't have to pay him as much. And they could keep Agreed, reloading but around then you go. Yes. But then you've got a, you a have, lame duck quarterback. Which, I mean, that's not for all intents and purposes. not. But, you we're know but here's, here's then, the thing. Yep. Do you Do you want to tell him... Hey, we need you for one more year. 
you've balled out. We're going to pay you next year. But what if he gets hurt? But we got to get that's and that's that's the question. But here's that's the, where the agents step in and go, nope, we need the money now. Of course. Look, I understand both sides. Yeah. Trust me. Do you know how many yes, <laughs> yes. negotiations I've been yes, in with yes. contracts? 100%. Same. I, not I've been in you. more than you. Not, I've been, not I've been in a number. Not same. I love you. I've been in, I've been in a lot more yeah, than you. You have. Uh, and a lot larger. Yes. Well, the dozens <laughs> I've been in have been significant in my life, but yes, I do get it. Yeah. Um, and, and nowhere near what these guys are doing. Yes, like, sure. I mean, they, they are dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I totally get that. And I totally get why they're going to press that and try and get it done this year. And you're probably right. But in a perfect world, like, let's say hypothetically, Ryan, you were a Bengals fan. Oh, Let's say you were. Probably would be better than being a Dolphins fan right now, though, to be honest. You, you well, think it, it would no, be better? No, it definitely would, it would be, be better. better. <laughs> I don't know. The Marvin Lewis years were not very good in Cincinnati. At least the Dolphins were like no, eight, eight but, those years. No, but you've yeah, only oh, yeah, had eight and eight. Yeah. So you, <laughs> NFL purgatory. Continue. Yes. So I'm a Bengals fan. Thank now. you. All right. I'm getting my point across. Um, you're, you're a Bengals fan. What would you want? You would want to load up your offensive line. And there's other ways to do that than just signing people and paying the crap out of them. Through the draft, you could, you could, you could pay him, but then who do you lose? That's Josh's point, and I agree. If you pay him now, which they're probably going to have to, because you don't want him to go, well, I'm going to sit. You could probably lose Ogba, the guy who had the uh, you know out-of-bounds call there on Patrick Mahomes. Late in the game. We'll take him. Yeah. Well, he had a great, really he had a great really game good. other than yeah, that really that good. Yeah. And by the way, I think his, to be honest, I think he just was trying to play to the whistle so hard. I mean, you saw him go down to get hurt. He didn't deserve the vitriol that, that he took after that. No, play. no. Because he was outstanding not. for, you know, 58 minutes of that football game. Anyway, all, all of this being said, um, at the end of the day, Casey is victorious. If and you would have told me at the beginning of the season that our Super Bowl berth was based on Sky Moore returning a punt and then Harrison Butker, who was inconsistent all year. Oh, we're going with inconsistent? That's what we're going we're with? We're going to go with inconsistent. Or Tommy Townsend's holds were inconsistent or whatever. Florida guy. I, I would not. I would have not believed you. I would have not. I, I've talked a lot of crap. on Inconsistent is polite. Well, let me let me let me position it forward now because the Eagles they blow out the 49ers. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Got hurt all wait, that. wait, 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 time out, time out. Don't gloss over that game because we need to talk about this game. Ah, come on. All right, San Francisco I, down there. Quarterback. I have a question, and all I want I don't want exposition. I don't need you to go like four different directions. I don't need you to go four different directions. You either squirrel. I just yeah. I just want a yes or no. Do you think the 49ers win if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in the first quarter? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Yes. I gave you a yes or no. You said you wanted a yes or no. Or. Ryan. Or. Are you in third grade? Come on, dude. Come on. No, I don't. I think the Eagles are that good. That good of a team no. running the football, too. The, historically, the best team we've ever seen in the NFL this season running the football. No, they win that game regardless. I no. completely disagree with you. And I am, I say this as a Cowboys fan. Um, I assumed the Eagles were going to win this game. That being said, with Purdy getting hurt. And Purdy's and the been fact great. That at the half with a fourth string quarterback, it was still 
only a two-score game. And one of the scores was your third-string quarterback fumbling a, a snap. Also, that first pass that was, or that pass that led into a touchdown that was not a completed pass, by the way. Yeah, the, the Devontae Smith. By the way, amen yes. to the quarterbacks, you know, especially this postseason, like really, really battling through injuries to play. I mean, Brock Purdy should not have gone back in that football game and did out of necessity because they didn't have anybody else. Josh Johnson got injured there and got, you know, ruled out the rest of the game. They would have had to go on Wildcat with McCaffrey and, also, and Debo. With that being said, Brock Purdy deserves the starting position next year. Tom Brady I, might have something to say about that, but I don't, I don't think dude, Tom, does Tom Brady is done. He's, no, done. he's not. He's not done. He's not done. I care, he about, wants you. I care about theory. I, have I a care theory. about you. I have a theory I have about a th- Tom Brady. Hey, I care about you too. You know I'm, what? I have a feeling he wants to win a Super Bowl with multiple teams. This so is, he's going to he do that. He already did. He already did. No, no, no. I think he wants to keep going. Guys, I'm telling you, we saw the end of Tom Brady this year. He played so. like. I'm sorry. He was going through a divorce. He did. You know when else he played like butt? The last season with the Patriots before he went to the Bucks. He did. Yeah. That guy's picked by uh, Tennessee. I'm I'm telling you. Do you want my theory on, on Tom you. Brady? I care about you. Or do you want to talk about Hey, I care about you too. Uh, Tom Don't Brady, it, look. It, are you going to let me give my thought? You're <laughs> going to piss saying. me off today on this podcast. <laughs> I care about you. Don't do it. He's going to play until he's 50. You were the one running behind eating your breakfast when you walked in I here. Was. Okay. I was very hungry. Excuse me. So uh, that's two weeks in a row. I'd like to eat my breakfast. Okay. Can can I Go ahead. get my thought out? Yep. Because it's my thought, not yours. I know you know a lot about sports. You know more about me. Ryan, shut up. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> you can unmute him. Um, just, the button <laughs> just decided. Do I have to walk to the ocean? Somebody not watching this is going to think I'm actually angry at you. <laughs> Do I have to walk to the ocean? You can unmute him. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. No problem. Jesus Chris, I would love to know your thoughts. I'm just saying I, this. this is a hot take that's not the hot take of the day. I think we have seen the best years of Tom Brady, and I know. The Everybody's best years, like, or the or is he done? I think he's done. He may come back and play, but I, I don't think he sees the Super Bowl ever again. I somehow thought Tom Brady was going to make it to the Super Bowl in two weeks. Like, still, I'm like, where's he? Somehow Brady's going to make it in. You know, we're used to seeing that by now. We're we're used to it, and I think that it's going to be an adjustment period the next couple of years, even if he plays for two more years, because you can put him. It, it, I think he's his decision making was so off this year. Was it okay? So I have a question. And his arm seems like it's lost some velocity. And once that starts happening with a quarterback, those two things like you can have less velocity on your arm and the right decision making, and you can have the right decision making but less velocity, but you can't have both. Watch out for single Tom though. <sighs> Want to tear? Single Tom Brady. Uh, I do have I do have a point. Um, personally, obviously, Tom was going through a lot this year, but when it comes to a but that's not what we're that's talking about. That's not the point that I'm we're about not talking to about. Tom Brady getting a divorce. We're talking about Tom Brady as a football player throwing a football. Right. Yes. Okay. So exactly. So Tom Brady, we're always going to hyper focus on his performance. He is the only player that 
people want to focus on when he's on a team. So when it comes down to it, is it all on Tom Brady and his uh, falling skills or is it on the whole team? Because no one's everyone's on Tampa Bay. All people are talking about is Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. But what about the rest of the team? So is it on just him or is it on the whole team? Is he lacking his skills or is the team lacking in all of their, I mean, Mike Evans didn't do crap. Whoa, timeout, timeout, timeout. Mike Evans did have a bad year. Yes. Is that due in part to where Tom Brady was placing the football? Or is it the fact that they lost a lot of people too? I think a lot of it goes to Todd Bowles personally, but yeah, I don't think Todd Bowles is a very good co- head coach either. So why? So we need to stop putting all the blame on Tom Brady and saying he's done, and putting it on the whole team. I'm not. Wait, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. And anyone out there that's that's a Tom Brady fan, Tom Brady is the goat. Until someone reaches the level that he has reached. And wins the amount of time he has won and has the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history. Like, I am not disparaging Tom Brady. I am saying that in any entertainment, which is what the NFL is listed as. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? interesting. Uh, any entertainment thing, there comes a time where even if you want to continue doing it, you are not what you once were. I, I agree with you. However, I thought that at the end of his Patriots run and then he looked awesome that first year with the Bucks. He so. did that first year with the Bucks. I and think then he's after on a that, mission, what? Right. But he I looked, think he's on a mission to do a team. Oh, um, to. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? He's, what? what? <laughs> I think he's on a mission to play and get multiple teams. To, like, I think he's kind okay. of like twisted his brain to be like, let me see how many different teams I could take. All right, I know I keep taking this conversation over, but I'm going to do it one more time. We're literally talking about a guy that's not in the playoffs at this point. No, but it's not the first time. He wasn't in in the divisional round. He's not in the Super Bowl. But you keep saying he as if it's just him, not the whole calling, But I'm talking about him specifically in his career. Yeah, he's ready to move on to the next. Okay, where? Miami. There's, there's quite nope. a few teams that, that already are came out. For, Miami's not pursuing him. There's quite a few teams that he'll be. He'll be in Las Vegas. I think he'll be in Las Vegas. I'm gonna. I. I. From things that I'm reading on the internet, because I do not have sources, I'm not an insider. I'm just a, a per, purviewer of things on the internet with people that I follow on the internet. You're my insider. Uh, oh my gosh, that was weird. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Tua has not yet cleared concussion protocol as of yesterday. Correct. I think that the Miami Dolphins place Tua on a one-year IR for his own health, which lets them write off his contract for insurance purposes, which then opens the door for a one-year contract for Tom Brady. That is what I think is going to happen. And then wow. he has, and Tom Brady has all the weapons on that team. Speaking of, spotted okay. two days ago touring a Miami school for his children Miami country day Tom Brady I see what you all right I agree to disagree can we can we do one thing before I we I want I am very interested in this Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl matchup that's what I was getting ready to ask 14th time we've had a one versus one seed I would have thought that would have happened more and this will be what the 58th edition of the Super Bowl so one v one yeah which is interesting 
Number two, this is going to be the first time ever that two black quarterbacks are starting in Super Bowl history, which is also a really cool, interesting nugget here as we go into Black History Month here in February. I'm really excited to see this game number because I think the the position has changed. These two teams, the Eagles are back yet again now with Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has an opportunity to cement his legacy even more. This is going to be an excellent Super Bowl. In honor of in honor of Jimmy Allen, as a Cowboys fan. Oh, Uh oh, and the love that I have for at least you know I don't know this guy, but. Jalen Hurts is just like the consummate professional and the guy that just grinded it out, got his starting position, and has done everything in the world with it. I'm going to go Eagles. I'm sorry, Josh. Mm. That's okay. I know who you're going with. You just want to say it for posterity? I sure do. Uh, I don't think the Eagles have played anyone in the playoffs. They played the Giants, and they played a 49ers team that did nothing, obviously, because everyone was hurt. They were the last undefeated team in the NFL. I get it. Um, <laughs> I think that the Chiefs will win by a large margin. A over, large margin o- over two wow. scores. Over two oh, scores. Oh wow! I'll it's, take it, that. I don't want to put money on it. I don't. No, I don't no. want to bet. I'll Just, take the bet if if the Eagles keep it to three, three scores. No, no. I, so we're gonna go plus minus. Okay. If it's Eagles plus three. You're taking this bet. You have to wear an Eagles jersey. Oh. Even if the Chiefs win. Do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah he did it. Yeah, All did right. It. Let's add this to the list of he bets that no one has done. He did it. I'm <laughs> the only one who has ever fulfilled my bets, by the way. Yeah. We're yeah, getting to it. Me and Josh have something. We're getting to it. We got, we got, we're getting we got a thing. Y'all's are over a year old. Yeah, we're getting to it. We're, it All it's right. on the list. Right. Uh, I'm I'm fascinated by this Super Bowl for one. Obviously, the quarterbacks are going to be a focus, but Andy Reid coaching against his old team. He's the winningest coach in, in Eagles history and one more win away from the winningest coach in Kansas City history. You've got the Kelsey brothers going up the first time we ever have brothers matching up in a Super Bowl. Like There's so many storylines here as well. Ryan, I want to who are you, you picking? I want to give you one stat before Ryan, we do this. I want to give you one referee. stat before we do this. Ryan, we've been talking about one this stat. for 24 one minutes. One stat. The Eagles have 39 rushing touchdowns this season. That's the most in NFL history. Can you tell me the team from 1924 that they surpassed? The Bears? No. That would actually be a very good guess. The Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. So in honor of the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I am going with the Chiefs. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game. I think it's going to be a defensive game, and I think Kansas City's defense is what shuts down that run-pass option for uh, for Philadelphia. I got Casey winning. Well, unfortunately for you, Philly has one of the best defenses on the planet. They do. Best offensive line (laughs) and defensive line, I think, in in the game, too. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of uh, what happened in in the game against Brock Purdy is they could not stop that defensive line from getting to him. They hit Brock bottom. Oh, my God. All right, Bear. Well, to be honest, this is not the Super Bowl I wanted to see. Um, so I'm just stuck over here with, well, let's, let's, let me think about this. All right, I'm going to go with the fact that I think Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain is going to take a huge toll. Even though he has two weeks off, he was not, he was not running right these <laughs> He looked good in the first half. It was the second half that got to him. So, you know, kind of the strain, you know, kind of like defense, like starts to wear out. I think he'll start to wear out on an Eagles defense that does not wear out. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Just rush me to the point. Eagles it is. Okay. 
No, I'm just saying all of us have <laughs> just been – we went into Tom Brady for <laughs> – Five minutes. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Let's go to music. Music. All right, guys. Uh, Looking for You is officially out there on country radio. It's on all of your streaming platforms. A lot of ads that first week. Yeah. And um, probably going to be this week, too. Um, very, very excited about this song. Got to play it. Uh, this is the first weekend out on the new tour. We completely revamped it, which, by the way, um, is terrifying. Oh, wait, because, so totally new. Oh, yeah. Top to bottom, the set is Let's completely go. different. Let's go. The lighting rig looked awesome. We had, we had some cool stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go check out uh, part of that, you can go to my Instagram. Chris Young Music. That's the only one I have. All of it is Chris Young Music. Just go there. Um. With a check mark. A I, real I check do mark. yeah, an actual check mark. I I do want to say thank you to everybody for coming out because both of those shows were just completely sold. And uh it was uh it was pretty amazing. Went up to New York and Connecticut, so shout out to anybody that came to those shows. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Um we had a blast. There was like one technical hiccup because we've got some new some new crew guys. There was one technical hiccup where like the mic went out the second show. Mm. Like they were trying to mute my guitar. Which was right next to your... And it was right next to my vocal and he muted my vocal and I was like... I, I also swapped something up. I'm playing with both ears in now, which I've never done. I normally have one out, one in. It's good for you to have both in. I thank you, audiologist. I, just, I, <laughs> I know, but I've always played with one ear out, and so it's an adjustment. And I, I heard something change because I was getting just enough room through my mic, and I was like, "Oh no!" And so I popped an ear out, and I could tell that I was off, like out front. Mm -hmm. But the coolest thing happened, and I have to give a shout out to everybody that was at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. It was during you, and you guys started singing the entire song until my mic came back on. That's and that is cool. the coolest thing of all time. Like it's it, it's one thing when you point at everybody or you're like, "Hey, y'all sing this part," and they do it. It's another thing to not have to start the song over because they just because they, they just kept it singing it. Yeah. They carried me. The crowd carried me. That's awesome. And it was so awesome. So shout out to you guys. And thank you so much for making that first weekend. Just absolutely incredible. And if you haven't seen the show in a while, or you did see the show last year, it's a lot different. So come on out. We're going to have some fun this year. So looking for you made the sad list. Anything else? Any, any deep cuts? Make, um, make the all dogs go to heaven. So those are the two new songs. Uh, there is, I, I don't want to give it away cause it's so new, but there is a, uh, a tribute to a famous duo somewhere in my set. Mm. You open with a new song. I open with a new song. Oh. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of new Wait, stuff. So hanging on doesn't open us anymore. Huh? No, no, no it's not hanging on. Okay. 
I like this. Yeah. This is a, a tease for the This is why you got to go check out the tour. New and improved. Still great before, <laughs> but improved. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. Hype man over here. I got you. No, but a lot, a lot going on with that. And uh, again, thank you guys so much for just love the first weekend. But also all the love on looking for you. It's been out. It, it, it sounds like it's been out forever because I've been talking about it. We've been teasing it. And there's been so many things out there where you could stream it. By the way, please go stream it. Listen to it. Request it. Listen to it on radio if you hear it on the radio. But it it's only technically been out at all platforms for one week, which oh. is pretty crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You got some shows coming up this weekend, too. Gary, Indiana, Mount Pleasant, yes. Michigan. Yes, we do. So uh, if you guys are in the area, make sure that you uh, go by that. We're actually playing a show on Josh Gleave's birthday. Hey. February 3rd. Love this that. This Friday. The Hard Rock Casino with Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. That's so Gary, weird Indiana. how that works out because I remember the year that the Super Bowl was on your birthday. Yeah, yes. so they they moved it once they added week uh, yeah. week 18. They it's added so another week. weird. Yep. I, I mean, I know that, but it's just weird to think about. Week 18? 17? Well, 18. 17 games. 17 but games. You have a bye week for everyone. Weeks. Yeah. Yes. I was like, so, I, th- I said that right. Did uh, I? You, yeah. They added but to most 18, people. Yes. Most people are going to hear that as 18 games and they, no. there's not 18 games no, or no, 17 no. games. Unless I'm just way off. N- no, it's it's 17 games. It's 17 games. But you 18 have weeks. 18 weeks. Yeah, so they added, everybody has a buy. So they added week 18. We're saying yeah. the same thing. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just different. Yep. Different. Um, all right. What are you listening to? Bear, go. All right. Well, somehow <laughs> I fell in my random mix of music back onto the 50 shades of gray soundtrack. <laughs> Are you having an intimate weekend? Cause the, this is the movie this week had Gerard Butler in it. That's mm, why. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, but I will say I do love Rita Ora and she's amazing, but I also love Liam Payne. So the song they did together was for you and it's looking for, for you. you. No, it's oh. just for you by you Rita Ora. Looking and for Liam. you. Into for you, into you. <laughs> okay, so for you, and you know what? Screw it. It's my it's my song. I don't care. I'm going looking for you. By me, uh, put it good. on there. Um, and I'll I'll do a I'll double up. I'll pull a Ryan this week. Yeah, um, love when you do that. Uh, a Canadian artist who is here now. Um, and is oh. on, I believe, hot country right now. Uh, Josh Ross on a oh. different night. Yeah, love Josh. Yeah. Good dude. Opening up for Nickelback. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, I was in Los Angeles this last week, which is why I was not here because I was catching a flight and happened to stumble upon the fact that Hardy was doing a CD release concert on Monday where he split his new record, Mockingbird and the Crow. He did the Mockingbird side at the Troubadour and did the Crow at the Roxy. Oh, that's really cool. And they split. There's a song in the middle. If you guys haven't checked out the record, it's kind of a double record. The front half, Mockingbird, is more country. I mean, it's definitely a double record. It's definitely a double record. The second half is much more heavy rock leaning. And then there's a song in the middle called The Mockingbird and the Crow, which starts country and ends really heavy. That is so cool. 
and he did the Mockingbird set and did half of Mockingbird and the Crow song and then stopped and then started his Crow show with Crow show with the ha- the second half of the song and then the rest of the set. Anyway, was at the Roxy for it. It was really great. There's a song on the record called Radio Song where he is poking fun at the formulaic side of Nashville songwriting and then goes into one of the heaviest breakdowns on the record. And it's just, it's, it's a really clever and it's a really smart song. And I have been listening to it all week. I feel like we got to get him on. I mean, we can, let's do that. I would love that. to talk to him. His yeah. mind is He's a good dude. magnificent. Like I would love to dude. chat with him. Obviously we've written a couple things from yeah, my I would upcoming love that. record that people cool. haven't heard yet. All right. Coming soon on an episode near you. Uh, this week for me, I believe his name is Emanate, I believe is the way that you pronounce it. It's E-M-A-N-8, but I stumbled across his uh, his music. He's got a song called I-O-U. Love that song. Really upbeat. It's basically talking about all the folks that have supported him, and it's an I-O-U. So uh, that's my song this week, Emanate, I-O-U. Thank you to the fans. It's always good. All right. Let's go to movies. Movies. <laughs> Are you okay over there, Ryan? Yeah, I don't... I, I, you timed that like perfectly yeah, to just hit the mic. Yeah, right. Is yeah, my bad. That's okay. It's a you know I got a case of the Mondays today. It's it's. I was in Florida. I was on a boat. I worked yesterday. I just, oh you know, no, you were it. on a boat. I was. Man, I feel so bad for you. I know it was cold though. That you were on it was a like boat. Sixties. Yeah, really? Oh no. Oh, yeah. All right, Den of Thieves, twenty eighteen action crime, yeah. two hours twenty minutes, rated R. Um, not loved on Rotten Tomatoes. 41%. Well, which is weird because grip. Uh, IMDb is 7 out of 10. And 77% of Google users like this movie. I, I wonder if it's just a little too. All over the place? We'll get there. Nick O'Brien is the hard drinking leader of the regulators and elite unit of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. Ray Merriman is the recently paroled leader of the outlaws, a gang of ex-military men who use their expertise and tactical skills to evade the law. O'Brien, Merriman, and their crews soon find themselves on a direct collision course as the criminals hatch an elaborate plan for a seemingly impossible heist, the city's Federal Reserve Bank. This was released January... 19th 2018 um it's got a lot of people you're going to recognize obviously gerard butler 50 cent o'shea jackson jr uh pablo schreiber um meadow williams like a a lot of people that even if you a lot of that that guys off the top of your head aren't going crap i know everything they've been in you've probably seen a bunch of movies they were in I wonder if the reason that this got such a bad review on Rotten Tomatoes. First of all, yes it's or no? Tomatoes. Quick down the line. No, no exposition. Yes or no? Did you like this movie, Ryan? Loved it. Yes, Josh. absolutely. Haley. I don't know. Oh, why? It was kind of all over the place. I don't know if I like it or if I don't. Okay, so I'm sort of in between. The two sides of the table. For those of you that haven't watched on YouTube, what's that link again, Ryan? It is youtube.com slash C slash the quad with Chris Young. We only have one. Yeah. Make sure to go see that. Um, You guys on my left both loved it. You're not sure. I liked it. I don't love it. Mainly because there's a 
one, there are some great scenes in this movie. There the opening some fight scene that, and the ending fight scene were great. Okay, there, yes. The opening fight scene was there, and then it just, I got so distracted in the next 20 minutes. I was like, what? You guys are so ADD today. <laughs> you won't even let me finish my thought. I'm going to let you finish, but opening fight scene, ending fight scene. Great. Thank you, Kanye. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> this movie, to me, had two flaws. One, there are some things that just aren't believable. Um, Time for some spoilers. The way that Donnie gets in and out of the building is completely unbelievable. Where they're like, you didn't sign in. Uh, and he climbs and through just all the vents and go, everything. Yeah. And they just let him go. Yeah. But then the fact that he climbs through... At, like out of the vent once he does the heist, but that's not how he gets in. Why wouldn't he just go in through the vent? It's an excellent question. Very excellent question. Um, Why is he posed as a it, Chinese delivery man too? I, I don't is, know the answer to that question either. It, well, that, that I don't mind. What I do mind is that he then hands on top of everything else, hands this woman, obviously old food when he exits and it's like you don't think she would call down and be like hey stop that guy yeah something's up well she did but he would he carried on and moseyed on his way it, but they let him out correct without signing in correct and it's the most secure never been robbed place of all time like the, the, <laughs> allegedly I don't yeah know. <laughs> it, there there is a lot of suspension of disbelief I, here with that one and two Gerard Butler is a fantastic actor. He made the most out of that character the way that they wrote it. It's weird. But it's like there's no good guys. It's it's like there's No, no, it's literally a movie of bad guys. All bad guys. There's bad guys and bad guys. Yeah, who do you root for? The bad guys or the the, the bad guys? And I like the twist at the end. Twist at the end was great. But getting to it there's so many people in this movie where it's like I have no idea what that guy's name is. It's clunky in that way. I wish it was smaller groups of people. And it, yeah, I get it. Like it doesn't really wrap up until the very end of the movie to explain all of it. If you guys watch this, but your brain is moving a million miles a minute when it, it's not like the tenant where you're like trying to think about stuff. It's just like that movie. That That was so good. (laughs) No, but that's what I'm talking about. That was good where your mind is moving. This one's kind of just like, uh, who is that? What does he do? By the way, for anyone listening, it's just Tenet, not the Tenet. That's the whole point of the title of the movie. Is it forward and backward? It's the same thing. Oh, I didn't realize that until this moment. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Are you serious? I swear to God. Uh, so I, I picked this movie and I found it very interesting. By the way, two, when you think of bank robbery heist movies, Inside Man and Den of Thieves, I think of those two movies. Inside Man, kind of similar. Not starring Gerard Butler. I actually thought it was, but it's actually starring um, Clive Owen, which I, I didn't yes. realize. I thought that was Gerard Butler. 
Two very simple. I, I always loved Inside Man. I actually really liked NFCs. I, I liked this movie. I know that there were a lot of actors involved and you were kind of trying to figure out what the plot line was, but I was wondering, how are these guys going to get away? Like, the intrigue to me was they are pulling off the greatest heist of the Federal Reserve we've ever seen, and they're getting away with it. And then, obviously, you have the chase scene in traffic. I thought that was a great scene, the shootout between the two. But the twist at the end with Donnie, where I Donnie, liked, I liked that the very is cool. End. That was awesome. I, liked I was like, that part. damn, he was the mastermind all along. Well, and, and the very fact usual that- suspects he. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And I'm um, one more time. Time for some spoilers. Came out in 2018. I know, I know, but it, that's it, some people watch stuff late. So I'm just giving them a warning. All right, I like it. Um, the the fact where he's like the the British accent at the end, and he's preparing another heist, and he's got a different pub. I was like, okay, yep. I like that part. Yep. I just think there were some parts that were clunky. Coming from a bartender, it's true. You don't even have to be talking to the person, but you're a professional eavesdropper. Because I know you not have to talk around you now. Uh oh. <clears throat> the sad part is, is when you're drinking, you don't think about yeah, who's true. around you besides the person next to you. True. A question I had: thoughts on Fifty Cent's role in this movie? I actually thought he did a really good job. Like well, he, I, he I, produced it. Oh, I didn't realize that. He, he yeah, co-produced he was the, the movie. He was the producer. I I I was. He I didn't mean, co-produce. He he was the producer of this movie. What other movies has he acted in? Because I, this was one of my first forays where I saw him in a full film. There's a couple, really but obviously he's got more TV shows yeah. than he does movies. I thought he was really good in this movie, and I was I was wildly impressed with with his acting skills in this movie. Yeah. Well, he didn't have a a front role to to kind of be a supporting actor in this film. I thought was really good. But I think that was why because he was producing it. He didn't want to be the yeah. But the like the, the the scene with the kid coming over for prom or whatever, yeah. Like that's that's been all over TikTok. That was, that was great. That's all over TikTok. You'll see that a lot. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, thought it was a good movie. But you you liked it? I do. Yeah i I like any I like heist movies. So here's the weird thing: I guy. could give you a heist movie you would not like, or at least Brian wouldn't like. Italian Job is it a scary heist movie? Um, so there actually is a scary heist, like net, maybe not Netflix series, but it's a heist series. It's really good, but it's in Spanish. Uh, I had to read army, army of the dead, which is a zombie film, but it is. Oh, neither did I Siri. Oh, that's mine. (laughs) Yeah. That's not me. I don't have Siri on. Wow. I don't want her listening to me. I'm sure she does anyway. She's listening to our heist. Um, I think, did we watch that? Zombie of the Dead? What is it? Army, Army of, the, of dead? the Dead. I don't think so. Also, when does Ant-Man come out? The 17th. Uh, yeah, not yet. Why did I, why did oh, I think of the with, third? With Dave Bautista. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this the... Uh, in so Vegas? They, this is take, take play, takes place yes, in Vegas, right? And they, they we did also, see this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we, saw, did we saw this in theaters for, for a podcast. Yeah. yeah. So they, they did another one with the guy that's the safe cracker. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So, um, and I am not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Is Matthias Schweighofer? Yeah. Um, Nailed it. But he he did uh, a movie called Army of Thieves, which is basically not Den of Thieves. No, it's uh, Den of Thieves with a, an army of zombies. <laughs> zombies are stealing. It's from basically just just a heist movie. So there's, I don't think I haven't watched it yet, 
but I don't believe they're zombies in this one. He's just they they basically hired that guy that was in Army of the Dead and it's called Army of Thieves. It's a thriller and they hire him to do an impossible to crack safe everywhere across Europe. That's kind of cool. I like that. I mean, do we want to shoot for that for next week? Where is it at? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? Sure. All right. Uh, we're going month. to another heist movie. Heist month. Heist uh, month. Army, uh, Army of Thieves. Army of so. Thieves. I like it. It is rated R. Just heads up for everybody. And again, I have not seen it. So uh, if it's rated R, I'm sure there's plenty of violence and stuff. We'll We'll try and go to something a little more family-friendly after these two. Yeah. We don't have to do family friendly. Yeah, but we can. We got to we got to balance, you know. Yeah, there's got to be a, a a good balance in there. So, Army of Thieves for next week. That's what we're doing. Let's go to the hot take. Hot take. All right, so we were trying to come up with a hot take this week, and sometimes this is more difficult than others. You guys would be surprised how much we belabor how to do these or <laughs> yes. if we've already done some of these. I mean, this is podcast 151. 151. We've done a lot. Our group chat is always like, okay, have we done this yet? Uh, no, let's do it. Uh, and if we retread something at some point, then just please, dear God, forgive us. Um, but what we are going to do today is a very interesting one. And I believe that we're we're framing this rye because we were talking about it last night mm -hmm. as most underrated actors still alive. Mm -hmm. So we're not going like way back into the vault of people that did, you know, Westerns and that were just underrated and we're in a whole bunch of movies. We're going people that are still alive. And I would say, do we categorize it as still active as actors? Sure. Like still yeah, doing sure not. TV or movies. So uh, most underrated actor still currently acting. Okay. Is that like a good that. way to say yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that. Um, you can tell we're like <laughs> when we planning. Well, but yeah, we get specific. We want to be specific yeah. just so that it's not somebody comes in over the top in the, the comments and stuff. And they're like, you forgot about so-and-so. Mm -hmm. um, and I am going to go with a probably very surprising actor for most people. Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Interesting. And the reason that I say that is everybody goes, uh, it's the, he plays himself in every movie. He's the guy from super bad, but that's not true because he was incredible in Wolf of Wall Street. It, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let me let me have my hot take, guys. Man, money, so, money. Ryan, Jesus, man, like what is up with you today? Trying to get my energy out. Okay, Jesus, super bad. Twenty One Jump Street, The Wolf of Wall Street, War Dogs, Moneyball, obviously, which Ryan already stepped on. Cha Ching. Um. This is the end. He was in Megamind as a voice. Get him to the Greek, which is <laughs> so great. A lot <laughs> for most people, I understand. Um, 
true story with James Franco. It was in Click. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon. It, Django Unchained. He was like, in How to Train Your Dragon. I didn't yeah, realize that. he was a, he was a voice in How to Train Your Dragon. Um, he was actually. Uh, so why do you think he's underrated? It's not loud. Um, I think he's underrated because a lot of people go, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's the the funny comedic the funny relief," but he's not that in a bunch of the movies that we just named. He is that in some things. True story. He's not. Um. He's not that in Moneyball. He's not that in War Dogs. He's not that in Wolf of Wall Street. Like, I mean, he he is a phenomenally talented actor and can also be the character actor and can also be the funny guy. I just think he's so malleable and he's done so many things that people just forget about it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, Jonah Hill, he was the guy in Superbad. He was insanely good in Wolf of Wall Street to the point where I forgot that it was Jonah Hill for a while. That same thing with Moneyball to yeah. me. But, I mean, that's my point. That's why I say I think he is the most underrated currently working actor in Hollywood. Apparently, he has a really good movie that just came out with Eddie Murphy on Netflix. Called You People? Yeah, that's, that's yes. supposedly really good that we might want to add to our list at some point because that one's gotten some good reviews. That's a good one. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Who wants to go next? I'll go. I only say she's one of the most underrated actor, actresses, I should say. Uh, actor works, too. But because people, when they think of her, they think of one or two movies. But she's had a couple of, quite a few great movies that people forget about. Especially how she got her start. I'm going to go with Rachel McAdams. Everyone wants to think of The Notebook. And then they forget that she was Regina George in Mean Girls. <laughs> but she actually got her start on The Hot Chick, which low-key, hilarious movie. So... That's how people started to know her, but also the Time Traveler's Wife, Doctor Strange, Wedding Crashers. She has a whole list of great movies that she's been in, but people, like, she kind of does something really good and then disappears, so people forget about her, but she still consistently stays a great actor. She could be the comedic relief, like, in Game Night, or she could be the epiphany of what a chick flick is and a love story like a Nicholas Sparks or whatever. So I, I just think she's very underrated in the roles that she's played again. If, if any of y'all have ever seen the time Traveler's wife, that movie the saddest movie of all time <laughs> is phenomenal though. And obviously so on there. the so notebook, good. obviously the notebook, the vow is amazing with Channing. Is that Channing Channing Channing? Yeah, it is Channing yep. Tatum. Um, and then Wedding Crashers, like she's just the girl next door and plays. It's just everything she does is amazing. And if the legendary Regina George, so. it's a good pick. Josh? <clears throat> I was on the fence between two, but as you were talking, one really like resonated with me and I was like, uh -oh. oh man, this really is probably who I want to pick. I'm not going to set it up other. I'm just going to read some of these titles and then I'm going to tell you who it is. Hoffa. What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Boogie Nights, All right, I know who it is. Thin Red Line, Never Been Kissed, Magnolia, Perfect Storm, Gangs of New York, Chicago, Anger Management, The Aviator, 
you get through all of these really incredibly serious movies. And then all of a sudden you get into Talladega Nights and the dictator. And all of a sudden John C. Riley, you kind of go, man, this dude has been killing for a long time long time he's been in so he's many. been in so many great movies and he's also in josh's favorite movie guardians of the galaxy he is in that movie <laughs> you know everyone's allowed a bad one every once in a while it's obviously obviously <laughs> no one can bat a thousand but john c Riley, ultimate that guy when you see him in a movie you're just like how is he here i don't know if he's underrated though no, I don't think anyone's not counts. Pan, he's not we're not pantheon. talking about we're not talking about the the not leading man most of the time that's been in the most movies. We're saying most underrated. But he's not even in the pantheon of like a when people say best actors of all time. <clears throat> like you would never think John C. Riley, but then has he, he ever won a Grammy? Uh, not a Grammy. A wow, Grammy. definitely not a Grammy. <laughs> An Oscar. Oscar. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea. But so Josh's uh, five favorite actors of all time is. Uh, I love that I just stumbled over favorite. You did. I was, I was gonna say I know, Everybody favorite. looked at me too. It was good. It was good. She Five said favorite actors. instead of epitome, but we yes, let that one go too. It's fine. Of all time is uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, and John C. Riley. <laughs> Honestly, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, when you think of Will Ferrell, you don't think of John C. Riley anywhere near his stratosphere. Yet I do think John C. Riley. Falls into the under underrated. The category. funny thing is, I think everyone finds Will Ferrell funnier it's than John he's C. Riley. But John C. Riley has played a lot more serious roles. He was a serious actor before he did comedy for like a decade or more. I see his face though, and it's hard to take him seriously. Oh, it's hard. You rewatch like <laughs> yeah. Gangs in New York, yeah, you're looking and you're at just, him, you're like, he, he comes in, and you're just like, "What joke are you about to?" I just want to laugh. Like, I just yeah. want to laugh. Um, All right. So mine comes from, and it, and it it was spurred on by watching Fifty Cent in this movie. Now I don't I don't consider him an underrated actor, but I was like, who who also stars in a role like this that I think could be complimentary? And mine comes from Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, to me, what? is by the one way, of the most underrated actors of all time. Uh, it, it, no. Yes, and here's why. I think he was excellent in Blue Streak. I think he's been fantastic in the Bad Boys films as a compliment I, to <laughs> Will Smith. I think you Martin major Lawrence. tent poles. <laughs> Martin Lawrence, to me, is funny. He, he had a TV he show called Martin. Martin. <laughs> he plays a fantastic role. Martin Lawrence, to me, yeah, immediately disqualified. For, no, if, you have a television, if you have a television show named after your first name, yeah, you're but you out. don't think him as one of it's the greatest fine. actors. He's an it's underrated fine. Just actor. Hit, just hit the button. Thank you guys for listening this week. As always, from the quad, I'm Chris. From Haley, Josh, and Ryan, who evidently thinks Martin Lawrence is underrated. Yes. Please do not vote for that. Also, I have to ask you a question, Ray. Mm-hmm. You put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Complimentary? It's complimentary. 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 Did you say s- you went syllable? Complimentary. complimentary. You mean that's the, that's the, that's whole, the whole joke. Point. Oh, oh, oh. Is I, the I, emphasis I, on the wrong syllable? Yeah, emphasis I was like, Emphasis on the wrong syllable? Gosh, I, I've never used that. Do, do you feel old right now? <laughs> Just went over her head. <laughs>